Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. I am here, your host, Brandon. And we have Walker. How are you doing, Walker? Hello. Uh, that's great. How are you doing? Uh, we also have Hayes. How are you doing, Hayes? Oh, hey. He hates life. Uh, yeah. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. We are recording this on Easter Day. Um, and Walker Gay. Why <laughs> not on the Lord's Day? Okay. So we have an alcohol review to do, gentlemen. Nice. Um, Which is so whatever... Whatever the fuck Whatever that is. Whatever rum he decided y- to throw into a bottle full of spices that he bought at Marshall's. Cocktail infusion mixer from New York. Yeah. Caribbean spice. Just seven ninety nine from Marshall's. Just add dark rum. So when he showed it to us, it was already full of liquid and other weird bullshit. And I was like, interesting. Why would they want you to add the rum if the rum's already inside? <laughs> but but what you do is you buy this bottle with this bullshit in it. He was um, dropped on his head as a child, ladies and gentlemen. And so, so then you <laughs> added rum into it later. And I was like, interesting. Thanks for clarifying what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But so how yeah. long has this been sitting in your freezer like this? Over 24 hours. 24 hours? Okay. Over 24 hours Over now. Over 24 days. They say at least three to five hours. How many H's? Huh? How many H's has it been in the freezer? At least five. F- 24 of them? More? Yeah. At least 24? Yeah. So yeah, this is, uh, I forgot which rum. I think it's like Silver Bay Standard White Rum. I didn't bother putting any actual dark rum because I actually wanted to see it. The color is kind of brown. Just turn brown? Yeah. Interesting. So that's the thing that happened. You should get Kraken Spiced Rum and then put it in there and just get I'm going to be honest, I don't really like the smells I'm getting off of it. It smells like medicine. Oh, you taste the orange? A lot of orange. Fuck tons of orange. I don't know... It's definitely spiced. I can't t- pick out. I think it's whole star anise because I'm reading it off the label. But I don't it think I've had that. It tastes before. better than it smells. I'll tell you that. Uh, crushed black pepper. I can definitely tell. I mean, it's not jasmine clove. That's what that is. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's also, of course, cinnamon, brown sugar, and um, is that worth it? Not at all. It's worth maybe seven ninety nine. How much did you pay for that? How much did you pay for that? Because so, it's not seven ninety nine; it's more than that. So because you have to put your own fucking the, rum in there. Here's the issue, Brandon. What you're supposed to do is like make a fruity like daiquiri or something with this, right? Like you're not just supposed to drink it by itself. You're making it spiced so that you can make a nice cocktail. So we're just doing it wrong. Right. I don't know if I'd want this in a cocktail to be honest, but maybe it's just I'm not a rum guy. That might be what it is. I mean, you don't have to like it. I have no horse in this race. I'm not the one who bought it. That's very just weird. point and laugh at Brandon for making a bad purchase. What do you got in there? Oh, he doesn't know? He's just drinking it. That's cool. It's like fucking lemon vodka and soda. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that, that tanked pretty bad. That's, I think, maybe the thing we've all liked the least so far. Yeah. It's very heavy on the spices. I think it's literally just you should use this 
with like I don't know pineapple juice or something to make some kind of some sort of cocktail fruity cocktail. Yeah, I don't know. Fruity in multiple know. senses of the word. But then but again, I'm uh, you know my rule. It's like if in order to have something good, you have to be able to just drink it straight too. But it it doesn't taste bad. Yeah, it doesn't taste bad. It's just it's I just think odd. It's like would you would you eat straight ketchup? There's or, a couple people that are worst yeah. sauce. There's, yeah, there's a lot of people who are fucking weird A's, all right? But a normal person isn't just going to eat straight ketchup or straight mayonnaise or straight Worcester sauce. But you put it on things and they enhance certain flavors. So I think that everything should taste good going into a cocktail. But if something's too strong, it's like, well, guess what? If it's too strong, that's why you put it in a fucking mixer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, very good. Very nice. Um, now we're going to get into the segment here. It's not going to be a terribly long podcast, but, you know, we could, but, uh, bitches be tired. Um, mainly Hayes. Me, I am, I am bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, that face when you were the bitches. <laughs> the, uh, first images of the James Webb telescope are here. Yeah. Um, they're just calibration photos, um, but it is of a star. You want to the star? Um, let's see. I know about like so we two have a of picture them in the known in universe. I'm gonna guess. We have a picture in front of us. Is it the sun? No. Well, there's only one, one other star I've, that I've, I know I've of. Read, I read several articles on this whenever the picture actually came out initially. What star is it really? I forget. It's got like it's literally. I think it's just got numbers as a name. Two M A S S J one seven five five four zero four two T six five five one two seven seven. Obvious question. Uh. Who owns it right now? Nobody. Um, That's prime real estate. So, yeah. Interesting thing, and you guys can't see the photo because this is a audio podcast, so I don't know why we have this photo except for us. But to everything is to red Google in it because it. it's in the near infrared. That is not true. It is just passed through a red filter. Bitch. What? It is just passed. <laughs> it doesn't through a red have filter. a normal visible spectrum. Yes, I know. But through co- whenever, it is, how do you think it renders the image? <laughs> So we said, oh, it's run through a red filter. Do you know why it's a red filter? Because it's no, looking it is, in the fucking near infrared. No, it is passed through a red filter to give you better visual contrast because it's the calibration. Because there's image. no fucking, there's no color. I'm sorry. It doesn't use the optical range for okay, its sensors. I'm sorry you so understand. you can't make like a normal I picture. I literally read that from the NASA website. It's passed through a red filter. Because it's taking visual, it from fucking infrared. That's just what you do. Contrast. That's just what you do with it. Because it's in infrared. There's no color we anyway. We look at the sun with infrared all the time, and we have a bunch of crazy images. Yeah, and it comes out as fucking yellow. It comes out as green, yellow because they run it blue. Through, a, for, through a filter. A filter, right. So just like this one's... Re- so we're talking about the filter. same thing, faggot. We're saying so, that it's not using real color. No, but you're like, actually, it's because it's infrared <laughs> telescope. It's literally passed through a fucking red filter in this situation. So visual contrast, so they can better... Okay, but if they didn't run it through a red filter, it wouldn't have... Like colored to it, correct? Yeah, it would be because it's an infrared black sensor. Black and white. Okay, what are we arguing about? Nothing. Here? I tried to explain that two seconds ago. But you gave it the wrong reason why it's red. That's why you I actually didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish the uh, explanation either. I did. Nope. You were slow. <laughs> so yeah, Which is why, it's uh, neat. Okay, science, enjoy your. Explain to us why this matters. Uh, it's uh, the largest. Um, a telescope that we have uh, up in space. Um, mm-hmm. The primary mirror is that over you know 20 of. feet tall. 
or 20 feet large, uh, 20 feet in diameter, making it the largest primary mirror telescope. Is it telescope. really a primary mirror, or is it um, a bunch of mirrors? It's a bunch of mirrors to make it into one I think, single I think you can't mirror. call it a primary mirror. Um, <laughs> it's, Especially it's when the, they individually It's the activate. biggest one, and it's going to hopefully aid us in figuring out the earliest stages of the universe. That's the reason I why really it uses really, really don't That's the reason why it uses infrared. Things that happen. Moving on. I don't care what... Because so the Hubble the can't see the so far sky. long ago... A lot. It's like Sinking who cares? It it just of the musk. <laughs> I like how He's this claims mad. to be a science He's podcast. So Sinking of musk. So yeah. So the reason why it's using infrared is because the Hubble can't see in infrared, and because things are redshift over time, it turns visible light into infrared. So now you can see farther away with the James Webb, and you're collecting more light, which helps. Anyway, sinking of the Moskva. So the Moskva was. A, well, I think one of three completed Slava-class cruisers, which was initially laid down, if I look at my notes, in 1976 and launched three years later. Uh, it had a complement of about 550 people, of course, like give or take, because that can be uh, slightly variable, but um, basically, it, it got fucked. We don't know how many missiles Ukraine used, but Ukraine claims that they have fired two Neptune missiles, which are a Ukrainian copy of a Russian copy of a uh, harpoon or harpoon-type missile, anyway. So it's a subsonic, very low-altitude, sea-skimming missile uh, with an onboard radar that just you point it in a target, and it goes that way until it finds a radar cross-section, and then it just chases it until it commits uh, self-unalive. So... Uh, the thing about the Slava um, can't talk Slava class cruisers is that they uh, are actually AA cruisers, and they are pretty beefed up with the amount of anti-aircraft missiles. Um, they have naval grumbles, which are basically S three hundreds, which are you know pretty decent. They're like kind of similar to Pac two uh, missiles, if you guys know about air defense, and um, they should be really good. And on paper, it doesn't make sense that. Without like an overwhelming like an overwhelming amount of Neptune missiles fired at it, that one would get through. It's crazy that um, it was out there with no escorts. Apparently, it was just by itself, and uh, yeah, it got hit by one or two Neptunes. And if you look at a picture of it, it's like mostly missiles, and um, Russian damage control was not up to the task, and it sank later. Any, so, uh, any pictures of it actually sinking? Like the General uh, Del Grano? Yeah, you know, there was a um, there was a guy out there wearing, like, water wings when there's 20-foot swells, and he had an iPhone. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just asking. You know, it's awesome how we're... I think it's how weird. This is... I mean, it's awesome. I, it's awesome how what we simulate in DCS is actually happening in real life. What we do in a video game is now coming true. It's, it's wild. L life is really just... Yeah, so the Moskva was actually part of the... Um, like, it was the Russian warship that got told to fuck off. When they, you know, the whole Russian warship, go fuck yourself. Oh, that story mm. turned out to be not be true. Well, yeah, the, I know that actually talking. happened. It's just they said, oh, they're all dead. Yeah, yeah. Which no. I guess they wouldn't have had a way to tell initially. But, yeah. So they didn't all die, but they did tell the warship to go fuck itself, apparently. <coughs> At least Smoke there was. weed every day. I mean, it's hard to tell what's really true. Like, maybe everything's fake, but. I'd say, I'd err on that side of, of the stuff thing. Is fake. I'd err on that side of everything. Everything has to be fake. I'm just going to give it two years until we can decide the, uh, true. The Pentagon, I believe, has confirmed that it's sunk, though. So hmm. this happened. And this is a big deal. This, is, this was the most powerful warship on the Black Sea. And uh, it was the Russian... Oh, look at that. What? And now it's gone. Yeah, it has been promoted to submarine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, that's it's just a, trying to pick up the great. VDV soldiers that ended up in the Black Sea. That's amazing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this is the most powerful. Ve- oh, it's gone. Oh no. This is it's actually their good. flagship of the Black Sea <laughs> fleet. <laughs> That just makes it better. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Facebook videos are all all bots. That was the worst segue I've ever seen. It's segue. It's, it's pronounced legume. Segu. It's pronounced legume. It's, <laughs> it's segue. Listen, it was the worst segue uh, I've ever seen. Uh, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Did you know the inventor of segue died on a segue? That's really awesome. Yeah. He died doing what he... Probably hated. Probably. The story of Segway is another reason to hate China. So, yep, rolled off a cliff. He thought he thought it was an airplane. Silly goose. What a what a what a. What does silly this even sp- mean? Facebook videos are all made by bots. So so all right so, <laughs> I realized that it didn't really make sense. But I've been perusing Facebook. I've kind of it's, the last time I've been on TikTok was like four months ago. I'm not going back on TikTok. Until the the there. Facebook thing. Um, there's videos, right? You go on your watch page and you just flip through the things. Like you get Meat Canyon, which is great. You get some other things. A lot of video game shit. Like, mm. like a lot of the video game community, I think, left from fucking YouTube or they're just starting on Facebook rather than going to YouTube. So you see shit tons of, you know, gamers and shit like that. And I'm coming across these videos like compilations of like hard workers or whatever like that. Of like, you know, compilations of people working with like machinery and like just cool, you know, mesmerizing processes and like you know they're bots because they the captions don't make any sense okay so like imagine a compilation video Mm -hmm. of like super awesome sophisticated machinery doing crazy cool shit and like third world countries or whatever just doing hard work and shit like that okay and the caption would say the emotions in this (laughs) yeah Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Is it using the same music too? That's the other thing. It's like it's that. the same Da-da-da-da-da. music. It's just it's like just... the same. It's like a same like playlist of music that they go through. I hate it. It's awful. Like, and like other otherwise, if they just didn't have a caption, it'd be fine. But it's just because they have that stupid fucking caption where it's a clear indication to everybody that's viewing it's a bot. It's the emotions in this. I'm like, okay, one there was like 15 videos in this. Single little excerpt. Talking about like the yellow text, it's like super slow. It's like the mother is distraught. It's like you can see it as she's like holding a dead baby. (laughs) Jesus, no, you won't believe what happens. You know, those are like like he's never heard of content farms before. Those are all over the place, right? And Lane is just like five minute crafts. Five minute crafts is a fucking shithole. And I will always say that every single day. Better though, because there's more effort being involved. I guess there's more production value. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas some of this stuff is like, hey. Uh, upload all the download upload all this shit you found on the internet and we're gonna upload it like ourselves but yeah. like the, the machine will decide yeah how to tag it exactly and to, yeah it's scary but um you know there's all those other videos too of and there's like a very knit community of these facebookers who create these videos um like pertain like containing like just stupid asinine shit like oh cool things basically the best way i could put it is they have their content revolves around doing something extremely slow and explaining every single step Mm -hmm. so that way they can get the most ad rolls in a single video 
So here's what you do. Stop yeah. watching videos on Facebook. Some video. And that's honestly the worst part about Facebook is how hard it is to train the algorithm. Like, I've blocked so many Supernatural fan pages, <laughs> and they still keep popping up. What's the other thing like that pops show? up in your feed? Yeah. You, you, you've complained about this before. What Doctor Who and fucking Supernatural, two shows that I've never seen and have no intention of seeing. And it's like, oh, look, here's a fangirl page where everyone's <laughs> commenting about how gay they wish the actress were. And I don't care. And I keep literally blocking these pages. And Facebook's like, hmm. <laughs> no, you're going to like wants it. To see <laughs> Walker's YouTube, a little too straight. YouTube is so much Walker easier to train is too the algorithm. Straight and male. I he got, likes guns. We got to make him a little gay. I yeah. got the algorithm to stop showing me certain groups of uh, people or certain things I don't like or other things like airsofters instead of real guns. I hate him, right? <laughs> it doesn't show me airsoft anymore. That's good. Also, sometimes you just throw it for a loop, start disliking everything. You know what I want to do? And then it just shows you like a random a random uh, video you're that's getting only fucking, been viewed once. You're emotionally abusing Facebook. It's, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> is this fine? No. Well, well, YouTube in this case. Yeah. Oh, you, the I YouTube see. algorithm is so much better because I can train it in like a few minutes to show me a certain type of content. But Facebook, it's like months of literally, I don't want to see this. Uh, and it's just like, you want to see this. <laughs> I did actually just quickly check um, what what the amount of traffic on the internet, generally speaking, is human or uh, bot. Take a guess, and and I only saw years for uh, data for 2019 and 2020. Guess how much? 69%. Don't hit the cord. I'll hit anything in this room as much as I like. <laughs> I'll fucking hit you. Hit so, um, guessing the data point, like, what percentage? Yeah, guess how much is bot traffic, like... Oh, well, it has to be over half. It is, well, it isn't yet as far as 2020. I'm going to guess 69%. Based. Nice. Uh, no, so, so in 2019, the bot traffic was at 31.2% over the, the all, of, like, the regular clear net. I don't know if they was looking for anything else beyond what you would find in Google. Um, and then in 2020, it's up to 40.8%. And that's from Statista.com. That was, the, that was just a quick little... That's strange. So like the data that's, of just like... Thank say, you for this information that say I like, will retain, definitely. Say like going to just like going to Google.com, that ping and packet request shit is, is, is 40%. Yeah, does it count just spiders? Bought. Yeah, um, those are dangerous. Don't touch them. They're crawling out of you, your web pages into your regular programs. You need spiders, though. If they bite the save button on Word, it won't work anymore. <laughs> That's not what spiders are. You have to finish your work that day. That and, moment. And pray. That, and close it before it touches the button and, and bites it. And pray there's not a fucking power uh, It'd be outage. hilarious uh, next time Hayes leaves his computer unattended while he's in the bathroom to uh, get a little thumb drive with the goose virus on it. Oh, my God. Kill yourself. Yes. And just make like several copies. So there's just like five geese running around <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> doing Actually, it. fucking kill you. Uh, Why? I'll fucking kill They're you. adorable. It is. He could, so he, I could see him like just forgetting about this in a few months when he gets his computer <laughs> and fixed because it's inoperable right now. But And then he recalls the episode. And he's like, I just, no! I just show up, fucking insert a thumb drive immediately dump all 10 files of the goose virus <laughs> i don't even think i would fucking try to fix it because there's no way I you would, would just you to. would just like throw it out of the, the window at that point 
I may like yeah, I'll either just not use the computer anymore, or I'll just learn to live with it. Yeah, you're trying to play games and it fucking steals the crosshair. Oh yeah, no, I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> trying to play Minecraft and all of a sudden you just DCS. Why is the why is the bird in this cockpit? Oh just god, <laughs> what's it doing? Pops his head out between. That your sounds legs. like a great mod, like an actual 3D goose that like touches bo- buttons and knobs. Yeah. and you can't stop it. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh yeah, you have to hit. You have to hit it with your mouse. Like, you like no, pa- stop. You have to stop. pat it, and then it goes down below for in only a your legs. Se- for a few seconds, and then it comes back. <laughs> and then, like, if you like rotate, it'll like start flapping its wings and get in your face and shit. Oh my god, that's a great DCS mod that needs to happen. Now. Oh my god, mm, sounds complicated. I love it. Death to Twitter. Yeah, I figured you were going about. You're yeah, about I hate to bird segue shit into site. It. Fuck bird shit site. I death hate that place. Death to Twitter. But you um, know what? Here's the thing. I Yerds. literally I don't use Yerds the site. Aren't real. Yerds. Yerds aren't real. You okay. watch the Franks on YouTube. Beards. Beards. And that is how the penguin do. And that is how the beards do. And that is how the beard do. I also like how he has a vendetta against clams. It's like that dumb fucking <laughs> The Frank is good, man. I like his videos. Anyway, yeah, Death Twitter. Elon Musk is, you know, uh, was apparently one of the lead um, shareholders of Twitter's stock. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Until recently, I a couple just want to point out that the only thing that I have in this is that I absolutely hate how pseudo-intellectuals talk. Yeah. And it's like, to protect democracy, we need more content moderation, <laughs> not less, with like all of the punctuation in it. I just it's hate like, it. I hate it. It's yeah, like, that's I agree. It. That, that's literally all of my thoughts on it. I, no, I think it's a great take. I think that's a good take because fuck those people. I just like so nonsensical. Mm-hmm. Freedom, I guess. In order to protect freedom, we need we need less of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be so so funny if Elon Musk was able to aggressively buy it. Because here's the thing: if he all he has to do is go to the other big shareholders. You'd be like, hey, I'll give you a few billion. I'll give you like more money than what your stock's actually worth. And then mm-hmm. you, yeah, it's just an aggressive, what's it called? A hostile takeover of the company? Yeah, hostile takeover. He just walks in one day swinging his, you know, his big billionaire dick energy around. Like, his big, I'm I the mean, boss his now. big African American dick. I forgot what show he was on, but he was, he was interviewed. I was like, why is he wanting to do this? And he's like, well, I think that any platform that is just, so blatant about who they're censoring is is you know well you know what's interesting problem there's only like two ways they can like fix this is like let musk do it so then he can be the villain right that would be one thing the board of directors could do uh the twitter they they could be like go to the twitter uh headquarters find their server room put a couple thermite grenades on their stack piss in it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna piss in your bird and so (laughs) piss in my beard which he could do if he owns the company right just walk in fucking destroy it (laughs) 
someone delete Twitter right now. I, th I think there's actually uh, there's laws about um, like investors, and you can't yeah. just like purposely sabotage. Now, if he was a sole owner, 100% owner, then now here's the thing: the they they have been talking about decentralizing Twitter in that Web 3.0 style, like people have been talking about for ages. But now they're like actually talking about it again, again, and that could be good for like free speech. It would be much more difficult to turn people's voices off if Twitter wasn't a service, but a, um, not a standard, a, uh, what am I looking for? A, um, oh fuck, a, uh, a common, um, commodity. No, what is that called? How emails, uh, exchange Probably. information, um, how, how protocol. to protocol. Yeah. If, if, if Twitter was a protocol that was owned by the board and it was like, Hey, if you want to use our protocol, like just buy into it or whatever, whatever the, right. the way you get into it is. But if, if it was just a protocol, they could also, the board of directors could still make their money. Investors could still make, you know, return on their investment somehow. Maybe, potentially, it's all very speculative. But then, simultaneously, the board could be, you know, absolved <laughs> of all of these, quote-unquote, discussions and questions and serious issues of, like, free speech and democracy. Just, like, shut the fuck up. Let it happen. And now it's not your problem. Because it's not your platform, so to speak. No it's, one refers to Elon Musk as an African-American. He is, though. He's the most successful African-American in America. Well, he's, he was born in Africa. Wait, wait are you asking? Yeah, he, he, he's, he's he was an African-American. Why does no one refer to him as an African-American? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just uh, treading on, I don't know. on a certain amount of thickness of a uh, frozen liquid. I don't know. I'll tell you why. I don't know. Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, man. So I hope Elon Musk is successful or does something. He won't be. He or won't sort be. of. I think he's already been bought out. Or, or he's already been pushed oh. out by um, another firm that, like, they're vying for more shares. BlackRock or something. Probably, of course. BlackRock. You know, I feel like Black we have Rock. a lot of time. But I don't feel like I want to dedicate it to death to Twitter. We could oh, no, talk we're moving about on shortly camping. Here. Instead. Oh, good, because that's the next I want to derail segment. the conversation and uh, go into, for civilian ex use, exciting semi-automatic 308 or semi-automatic 223. What do you think is more useful for what? I think most people only need 223, but five, uh, five, uh, 308 is fine. I don't see uh, an actual problem if people prefer it, but it's like, I think the average man, it's like the difference between, does, uh, does someone need more than an internet machine? Uh, for their computer like or do they need what brandon has it's like that's what we're asking is like if you really think 308 is more useful and there's an argument to that let's just assume it's true that would be 308 and then someone's like cheapo laptop that gets them on the internet is like 556 i think people only really need 556 it's mostly about like general use like yeah there's a lot of use cases that you might find yourself in in the civilian world which will differ sometimes and most of the time can you hunt with military. two two three Yes. Not legally depending on the type of game. So things that you can hunt, you could probably hunt like raccoons. You could probably hunt coyotes. And a lot if of states will allow you to hunt boar. Yeah, you could. 223 is kind of light for boar, but a lot of people just put multiple shots into them. You can hunt with you can hunt, hunt deer with 223? No, not here at least. Depending not on where you live, you're not like, allowed but to. But like physically, if like if we're talking like shit hits the fan situation, if, right. yes. At that point, you're not really <coughs> At that point, the it's, caliber it's is more probably than probably, it's like you can hunt with a 22 long rifle if you shoot the deer enough times. Yeah. I mean, I think 308 is... Um, I'm not going to say it's a better round, but, you know, there are I feel like there's for, obvious characteristics. For civilian detail. use, and even in shit hits the fan situations, 
I feel like uh, having an auto-loading 308 is better in a lot of situations for a civilian, especially if you have like the uh, the idea of like the Elmer Fudd snipers. Um, 308, even if you put it into bolt action, is just going to be so much more available. Like 308 yeah. is one of the most available rifle rounds in yeah. the United States. The point where I can find Winchester red and white bucks every time I go to any store because it's just it's there. Yeah. It's where a fuck I don't think I maybe I not I wasn't paying attention because you know when you're looking for something you kind of like fucking filter everything else out. Oh, there's probably two two three available at our local gun store that we go to that yeah. I just didn't see. There's a decent amount of two two three. So I mean, so like two two three. So that's three the other and, thing is three oh eight available. Even right now, in the middle of a uh, you know the ammo, ammo shortage, shortage that we're in year two or something, um, you can still find a lot of two two three, and you can still find a lot of three oh eight. I mean, I just like 308 mainly because that's what I've been working with so I think so far. If it's fun, it's, it's big enough to stop no anything power. on the continent with a heartbeat. You can use it for literally anything on the North American continent. Yeah, and it's not underpowered or wimpy, depending on which loadings you're using. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't use the 130 grain jacketed hollow point like pig hunting rounds for a moose or something. Because the one that's equivalent to the um, 762 NATO, that's 308. Yeah, the 308. 762 by 51 and 308. They're not equivalent millim- necessarily as so much as they are interchangeable in most circumstances. Quote unquote millimeter. It's just, it's quote unquote, you know, fucking metric to imperial, I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, no. What is the 0. 0.308? So the point then? 0.308 uh, has. Like what measurement system is it using? I mean, they're both, they're kind of like designed in the United States. So they're both actually imperial. They're just using the metric measurements on it, I think. Right. So, uh, basically, I believe 762 by 51 has thicker case walls, possibly, and then 308 is, uh, like, ever so slightly shorter, and it also has higher pressure. So, the issue with using a 762 bore and, or 762 chamber and bolt is that there might not be the proper head spacing, but most modern rifles will have proper head spacing, and then if you couple not, like, not having the proper head spacing with higher pressures, then you might have issues. <clears throat> But like I said, most modern guns, are, well, you can use them interchangeably. Let's go ahead and tie this into our next segment, right? What is one weapon that you'll bring with you if you are having a bug-out scenario and you're going to go camping for a long-term period of time? The one you have. The one you have, yeah. But um, for me, that's a that's a semi-automatic 308 rifle. Because right. if, if you, you were if going money, to go if, live if, off the land... If money was no thing, right? And you just had to pick a rifle. You're just going to bug out for possibly weapon. like one or two years... Yeah. Not necessarily in the idea that you might be like having to shoot at other people, just you're gonna go live in the woods by yourself for a while. Whatever likely three oh eight is probably gonna be what I would go for. Whatever scenario you could fathom that you would have to run into. Basically an AR ten because um there's not a lot of parts that will wear out very quickly, uh as opposed to like a roller delayed blowback like on a G three. But yeah, so basically an AR ten, I'm sorry, twenty five, um in three yeah, just three oh eight. And then you go out there, you need like one round to kill a deer, and then you smoke that. I suppose that's you your have, answer of, you have meat of what, for a what, while. what rifle is better suited to civilian use. Is yeah. a th- yeah. a I feel like you could take out two two three or something, but it's it's less applicable in so that specific most situation. most Americans like, aren't in the rural part of the country, right? They live in these super awful okay, cities. Okay, but that's what a bug out is, is to go into the woods for a while. But remember, bugging out is also like the meme answer, the real answer in most cases is bugging Get in. conscripted to your local militia. Side note, that REI place that you yeah. told oh, me about? did you go there? No, I would love to go today, I think, at some point, if it's open. I don't know. 
um, mm -hmm. either today or tomorrow. But Probably tomorrow. Yeah, we might go shooting tomorrow, right? So, <clears throat> it, yeah, I guess if you're bugging in, then that's like entirely different. And now that just, that is now, let me be clear. That's, it's also that's codependent on the fact that you and your neighbors and your and your family all prepared yeah they don't know you together. as the gun guy who might ha also yeah. have a fuck ton of mres so that's no, a no, good no. point it's, it's you and so your, like so here's the thing so this is it, if if it was ooh, to this work, is fun if it was to work properly in where i live in my cul-de-sac back home right us maybe five neighbors in like the very short span of houses that are really close by ish we would be able to defend our off-branched uh, cul-de-sac of about yeah, this goes 40 into homes. Be conscripted into local militia. Or even, now, you, if you're you part become, of, even if you're forming the local militia, you are forming it. you're either probably going to get absorbed. Like if it becomes like an arms race of how big, like how many men you can put on the field, it's it's just not going to be great. If it's like random looters, that's no, one we're thing. talking, we're talking right now, we're just talking random looters. So what's say, most likely? I'd say. So if, if all of a sudden, you know, a bunch of rioters are, let's say it's food riots. Let's call it food riots, right? Let's say that's happening in your city, right? If it's it, so bad, it also bad, just relies on the fact that your neighbors would have to also be willing to have stockpiled food before. Yeah, you, you otherwise need to you talk have, to the you have so, the one so like thing, prepper guy you who everyone knows has food. You need to talk to these people ahead of time, way before these events happen. You need to prepare now. Yeah, but they're not. So that you're prepared. Here's the thing: they're not going to. They're not going to um, no, start no, no, prepping. No, no, no. no, you don't. You don't get to people that don't do that. You find people that do. Okay, but you you just have like, oh yeah, my next door neighbor uh, knows that I have a bunch of food, but also doesn't want to cooperate. That's fine. He doesn't have to, and he doesn't get all the benefits. Mm. He has to at least hungry bring people something. do uh, do some <clears throat> fucked up shit. Yeah, that's why you have your guns. That's why bugging out is probably the best idea. I no, mean, bugging just in is better. Immediately it's easier kill to defend your, your home. It's easier just to defend your home. Kill your neighbor. Than to save the environment. Run through. Do it for science. The trees and get shot at. Remember, by some if weirdos everyone like goes out and kills two people, you will have global warming in the next year. So, given the locality of, of our current location, I would probably bug out. Yeah, there's it too really many depends on the situation. But I also have to consider. You also children. have a wife, and will have two kids. So children. So I mean, that's, if that's they were the only reason bugging their... in should not be your first choice. Bugging in should be the I have this that I have yeah. to defend. Choice. At this current state of their that lives, most people are living that way. That's the thing. Yeah, most people are, but there's also a lot of people like myself who are single, not married don't have real property, and I could just leave and go to the fucking Ukraine if I wanted to without really mm -hmm. losing anything. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not most people. At that is current, actually a huge amount of people, but... It's not most. At their, um, but yeah, I mean, at their current stage of life, uh, you know, them being so young, we'd probably have to hold in, you know, but depending, like, how prepared we are, we could leave quickly. And I don't leave. see any MRE stacks around here. That's by design. Mm-hmm. Don't come over here. I don't have any food. <laughs> <laughs> just go to the uh, Olympia State Park. Just fucking hide in the woods. Yeah, I don't know. Kill what would be the, the kill all the hobos? Take all their food. What would be the what would be the prime location? Do you think truly, how many hobos have would it be? Weapons? Would it be the Olympic Capital Forest, or would it be uh, possible? I mean, you'd be out in the mountains. Maybe. There's a lot of game. Uh, not so many people are going to be going there. Probably, hopefully. I mean, there might be a lot, but there also might not be. But then again, even like, then, it's still a relatively rural area, so it's not an overtly remote place either like if you just go deep wood yeah so you can come back basically yeah but i like mean what is, your what is your true goal of like bugging out so you want to hide in right? the woods until yeah. it blows over 
and reduce likelihood of encountering and, and reduce the likelihood of getting conscripted into your local militia or raped by your local militia or murdered by your neighbors or any of the other bullshit that's going to happen when there's a collapse of government and uh, a collapse of basically law enforcement. When you start getting into like the pioneer justice of uh, I have the gun, so what I say goes, that's, that's, that's the fucked up part of everyone's going to start shooting each other. So if you go out into the woods where there's less people to be like, hmm, I say this is my house now even though you've lived here for the past 10 years, but I know when you sleep and I happen to sh have shot you then. You just go into the woods. If you can survive in the woods, then um, you just wait until it blows over. You might not have a house when you come back. But like I said, bugging out is more for people who um, either have something to bug out to, like land in the middle of nowhere where they've got a homestead, or people who don't have really anything to leave behind. Yeah. Because like, right, right, oh, I don't have a family, right? So if, it was, if shit was to hit the fan, I could probably just go into the woods and survive for a little bit. I don't know. Being part of a militia might be cool. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing too, is like, you know, the, you only live once, right? Why go, the why go shit that, in the woods when you could just, shit and on, there's like, a sheer steal MREs there's a, I mean, there is something to something. say about the know. difference between like urban kind of shits happenings where people genuinely don't give a fuck about other people. Yeah, and well, if you have like a mass just, a mass crowd of looters going through, and I mean, it's that's like, just, I really hope I have enough ammunition to basically make the hungry I mean, zombies go away. I mean, not entirely what I'm saying. I'm like talking about your fellow neighbor. Like, you generally don't yeah, give a fuck about anybody, neighbors? really. Do you but like in rural parts of the country, like you know, the sort of consideration for the people is kind of there. So I think a lot of the destruction will be kind of centered in local cities. Yeah, so a lot of these tiny cities out in the middle of nowhere, like where I kind of grew up for a little where bit. Where everyone um, knows everyone. They'll yeah, probably like protect each other my closest, to a degree. My truly. closest neighbors might be like... Set up a roadblocks and have like fucking... Yeah, you, you could see like patrols of four or three Yeah, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of arable like farmland, so you mm -hmm. just A lot of people local, on horseback, local, ray yeah. TV... Just local food around. production. And they would thrive because they have the means to fuck carry tons on of ammo yeah. because everyone just has a fuck ton of ammo yeah. and a gun safe. So you, you could make a local militia. The only people there. that would be able to like challenge them are like local Kind of like if you guys have ever like seen weapons. the, uh, there was a show on Netflix called Jericho, I think, which basically just focused on this tiny fucking town in the middle of nowhere after a nuclear, uh, nuclear strike in the United States. Hmm. And they kind of like had the local sheriff's office just kind of, you know, organize everyone into a militia. And then you basically. You work as a town, like the town becomes the the de facto yeah. state. Little city states. It's a neat thing to think about. I mean, there's plethora. Oh, it's neat in the idea of like political science, like shit. how does society rebuild from a total collapse? Like you yeah. have, like if you have, let's say, complete anarchy, right? And then you have two people who decide, let's sleep in shifts so we don't have to like, you know, get stabbed at night. And then you get more people. Basically, you immediately, as soon as there is a collapse of society, there is now an arms race to see who can put more guns on the field, basically. Yeah. And uh, so the more um, organized you are, the better likely your group is going to survive. Here's another thing. Um, tents or hammocks? I'm a tent guy, to be honest. Well, is it, yeah, your hammock's going to do a lot of good when it's raining. Uh, they have covers and get shit for fucked, them. Tummy. Yeah, so it's basically that's yeah, just that's gay. You're just like, well, it's he wants technically to, a tent no, 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 no. Sorry, you're wrong. You're cringe because he just wants to sleep in a elevated swimming pool. So there's a couple issues with it. Um, sleeping without like an actual bed made of like spruce boughs and shit or leaves, uh, you're going to be losing a lot of heat. So in the winter, hammocks Enjoy aren't flipping necessarily over and dying asshole. Yeah, so. 
hammocks aren't necessarily you're like, you're like i already have one on order i'm just curious what you guys yeah think. you're real curious i, I, I right. actually have a hammock as well but the um they're good in the summer in good weather because it's I a mean, quick I way don't... to get off the ground so bugs aren't so much of an issue no i don't think i think one of the bigger things with your sleep system does a lot to help you as far as warmth goes i don't necessarily you're not going to lose love because i've seen plenty of videos of people camping in winter using a hammock and yeah, they, they just, have to, have a, they just sure. have to have a sufficient sleep system and they're sure just, fine but it's like, like imagine rolling over and getting in the snow and there's less three in the morning there, have fun i think they have you can say you have a you cover do. but i think that's a cop out and it's like uh basically you're just making a tent suspended above the ground which is i guess fine but i, I, mean, I feel like there's just guess, less protection from the I, elements i don't know it keeps you out of there's, there's just animals less, can't really crawl up in you. There's, there's just less protection from the elements versus like a tent. Here's what the real, the real uh, red pill and based response is: you dig a hole in the yeah. ground, and then I you cover saw, it with logs. I saw a really cool video that you guys would fucking love. Sleep in a fighting position. So <laughs> it was, it was winter. Remember to mountains. make a grenade sump point. It was winter in the mountains, and this guy was camping. Um, he had a he had a depth pole for snow. And he sends it down. It's like ten or eleven feet of snow, and he gets a little saw out and starts sawing blocks out of the snow, and makes an underground little cozy hole in the snow, mm-hmm. and was just camped out in there. Had a little place for his fire. He put boughs and stuff on the top because he would cut out these blocks and he would move them and build up the walls to the surface. So right. He made an igloo and then. Not really. I don't know. It's a different name. It's not an igloo. And then would cover the bow. Would cover with tree, you know, limbs. And so then with branches and shit like that. Snow is mostly air. Very cool. Oh yeah, snow is very By insulative. Volume. So it's it's prime time for protection from cold. Though it is cold itself, but that's besides the point. It's better than you know, wood, <laughs> or vinyl, <laughs> and a vinyl tarp. Yeah. So you know, it was a really cool video. Yeah, just a saw. I just made little blocks out of the snow and just built it up. And had a little can that he suspended from the walls. So that way he can like have a fire and heat shit up and stuff like that. Very awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I think that'll do it for us today. Um, thank you all for uh, joining us on the Quantum Consumer Podcast. If you haven't noticed already, we are monetized now. So we do actually get um, money from you guys listening. And uh, we deeply appreciate well, I it. I don't. Uh, well, seeing as how there's no money to give yet. I'm going to just watch it like 50 times. How many rubles am I getting off of this, this one episode? One, a one rubles. rubles. I get a ruble or a, a million ruble. of them? So like a millionth of a cent. Wait, do I get one or a million of them? One. One ruble? All right, I think I'm done. But yeah, thank you all. <laughs> and as always, have a good one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 